Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Today isn't even real. And I'm not going to be the curmudgeon that says you shouldn't love love. I want you to love love. I want you to have a love. I want you to be having more sex. I want you to have romantic relationships and make connections. But today's a double whammy for me and for David. And here's why. It's Valentine's Day. So last night, I looked at my husband. I was in the pajamas. I was in my pajamas. We're on the couch. He mentioned something about Valentine's Day. And I said, oh, my gosh. I go, babe, I, I don't have cards for you. I, I, I don't have anything. I said, please tell me you're not going to be mad when you wake up and there's nothing. And he looks at me. He's like, it's fine. Because he didn't buy me cards either. So I was like, oh, thank God. I did, honestly didn't even think twice about it. So we've both agreed, not happening. We are really excited about our trip to Spain to visit Marley, my oldest. That's happening tonight. So that's sort of like a very exciting thing to look forward to. But no cards, no nothing. Because for me, like Valentine's thing isn't a day. But unfortunately, February 14th gets a little more complicated. Because my youngest child, and please let me know if I'm wrong, insists that this is her celebration of her half birthday. And I said, half birthdays are not a thing. Her birthday is obviously, if you do the math, August 14th. That's her real birthday. That's when I pushed her out of, very painfully pushed her out of my uterus and she was brought into the world after growing in my belly uh, for 40 weeks, 40 plus, because they all stayed after the rent was due. And that's the day that I should be celebrated. Her too, but but me for doing all the work. She claims this is her half birthday. I said, Ruby, that's not a thing. This is not a way. I'm not buying you presents. Don't expect anything. And she insists on celebrating her half birthday. Her friends are posting on Instagram about her half birthday. So not only is Valentine's Day a ruse, but then I have to deal with the half birthday. And then when I complained about this this morning, David said, well, he's SOL also (laughs) because it's his half anniversary. And I I said, you're taking it to another level. It's a half anniversary is is what we call it. The half anniversary. That's not a real. Do you really like celebrate it or you just sort of make a note like, oh, six months ago today we got married. I love you. Kiss. Goodbye. Well, here's the deal. I think in your case, uh, a half birthday is not a real thing in the same way that Valentine's Day is not a real thing. Like both of those things are contrived and made up holidays that we don't really need to do anything about. And I think the same can be said for mine, right? Like a half anniversary is also not not a thing. thing. Okay. But Mm -hmm. I would actually argue that a half birthday or half anniversary is a better thing to celebrate than Valentine's Day because it actually means something to you. And I'm not advocating that you like go buy a half a cake and give it to your daughter today. But mm-hmm. I actually think that celebrating... Although that's not a bad idea. Well, <laughs> <laughs> then I get to eat cake. Then, yes, okay, okay. If you like the cake, it's good. But like 
I actually think celebrating is really important and celebrating our friendships and romances and marriages is important and we should do more celebrating of them. We should just do them on random Tuesdays or random days throughout the year or a day that's special for you. If if you know, I've heard couples that oh, we get together on March 18th cuz that's the day we had our first kiss or went on our first date or whatever. Like I think things like that are great, but it just can be a you thing. It doesn't need to be a Valentine's Day, pink carps and uh, uh, heart-shaped pizzas and the whole corporate shebang. So I, I think I'm turning a corner. I think I'm actually going to defend myself celebrating the half anniversary and ditching Valentine's Day. Okay, see that I always say there's a, people should always party. Mm-hmm. You know, we should be having yeah. uh, Super Bowl parties and we should be having dinner parties and we should be celebrating life's little tiny moments. So maybe I'm a little down on this because I find it to be so commercial and it's just like a waste. I think it's a waste of money. Yes. It's just wasteful because, by the way, this, the candy is all going on sale tomorrow and in the next week. And hopefully by next week it'll be 75% off at the Walgreens and – that is exciting. It's all kind of trash candy, too. It's not very good. Well, I like the peanut butter. Okay, okay, stuff. okay. So, yeah. I mean, but I'm not eating, like, candy hearts or I'm like, right? Yeah. Is that even food? I, I don't even know if they're edible. I don't. Right? Know. Yeah. Anyway, um, someone texted in, which what I think is a great idea. Guys, we recycle our cards to each other. This 2024 year... It was our 15th year using the same beautiful cards. Oh, that is nice. Isn't that sweet? And I wonder, like, I don't know if you thought about this 15 years ago. Like, did you just write a little something? And do you write something else in every year? Because that is a fun memento. That is almost like a diary of Valentine's Days. And I absolutely love that idea. Uh, you know, putting something in. I totally should have thought of this before because this really is genius. Because those cards, if I've ever gotten a Valentine's card, you open it, you look at it, maybe you put it on the shelf for the day and then it goes in the garbage, gets recycled. But this is a great idea. I do keep cards. I keep my birthday cards from the kids and from my husband and anniversary cards, you know, things that they wrote in uh, that was lovely. But we don't recycle. And this is a terrific idea. I, I read online this morning on Instagram, one woman said she's been giving her husband the same card for 20 years and he never notices. 20 <laughs> years. So obviously she doesn't write anything new. There's no date on it. it. just says, happy Valentine's Day, love. And he opens it every year, gives her a kiss, and then they move on. Oh, that's classic. I loved that. So that was really cute. But this is a great idea. We recycle the cards. <laughs> And use them every year. Even writing something would be fun. Or you could just do nothing every year for 20 years, and he would be just as happy, I think. (laughs) Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Some of you guys are giving great ideas, because I said Valentine's Day, along with half birthdays, sorry, Ruby, um, is not a thing. This texture says the half birthday is for things like uh, for kids whose birthday falls in the summer, and they celebrate the half birthday because no one will be in school during the real birthday. Totally fair. Yep. That's fine. If I get that, that in elementary school, sometimes teachers do that. You know, if they're celebrating yeah. the kids in September, October, November, and your kids in July and August, and my girls do have August birthdays. So yeah, but that I kid's, get that. That kid's not oh going to be God. celebrating their half birthday when they're 25 years old in the summer. They're good. You know, it's just a thing for school. Yeah. I hope not. Someone said, Jor, I work at a Hallmark store and we do not sell cards for half anything. 
<laughs> okay, thank you. At least Hallmark hasn't jumped on this trend, but I think maybe we're giving them ideas. Well, I know, and that once they start selling cards for half birthday, yes. then I'm out. Then I'm quitting. Like I'm only in this because yes. it feels like it's like a unique thing that I can do. Once it gets commercialized, yes. I'm running the other way. Yes. Someone said, give her a half present and a half card. Give her the other half on her birthday. (laughs) Not a bad idea. Uh, This other text. Oh, boy, I feel bad about this. Jor, on behalf of card, gift, and flower shops, you're killing us. Oh, you're having a good (laughs) day. I know you are. We had a story in the news about Bachman's that was a buzz. So I hope that today, I just feel like maybe for people who are married a while or together a while, I certainly think it's a good way if you're dating to enjoy your romance. But come on, guys. We, I got to put kids through college. I can't be buying these. Okay. Kids. Here's an idea, though. And we've done, this, we've done this in the past. How about if you were married? Like, what's, your, what's the, the number of your anniversary? What's the date of your anniversary, Jor? Um, you should know December this. 6th. 6th. Yeah, so what if on that, right? the 6th yeah. of every month this year, you did a little token thing for your husband? Instead of doing a big Valentine's Day every month on the sixth, okay, that's you go a lot get a of work. Car. I can't remember that. I have zero brain cells <laughs> well, to begin. I'm with. trying to help the, the car. I'm trying to, so- to help the card lady at the card store sell some know, cards right? to you. But <laughs> now I have to buy a card every sixth. Oh, that is way too much work. No, right. I, I am not that high maintenance. Mark, you don't have to do anything. We're fine. It's too much. Um, this texter, I always wanted a half birthday because my birthday was December 26th. And I always got a present on Christmas or close to it. Yeah, I always feel bad for those Christmas babies. You have to share it with Jesus. And that's, you know, that's a hard person to have to share your birthday with because, you know, he did a lot of stuff and is a pretty big deal. So sorry about that. Jory, there's no such thing as a half birthday. I'm going to keep these texts for Ruby, by the way. Period. Valentine's Day is another day for everybody to be happy. Yes, I, I, that's fine. I, I get the happiness, and I, I want you to love love. I want everybody to have sex with a trusted partner uh, and with consent. Um, and I want you to you know maybe have a nice dinner or, or just talk about your love. I just When Mark said something about it last night, it struck fear in my heart thinking, wow, it's 10 p.m. and I haven't bought any cards, and is he going to be mad at me? But he's not mad, and we're okay. Uh, hey, Jor, whenever my kids do something weird, like half birthdays, I think of a quote I heard. You see your kids 365 days a year when they live with you, but after they move out, you see them 365 times total again. <gasps> oh, that just struck horror and fear into my heart. No. They better move back with me. I know that's a crazy thing to say, but I, I can't, they can't be too far away from me. No. All right. One final one. Jor, I have an August birthday, too. Uh, For school, we celebrated half birthdays. For those with summer birthdays, it was like cupcakes and nothing more than that. Okay, again, I'm a summer birthday. I'm July. I never got to celebrate in school. And you're right. We we, we did feel sort of left out. So half birthdays can be a thing. What, just for be exclusionary for us summer birthdays? But otherwise, it's not. Uh, I'll tell Ruby. You guys all agree with me. David coming up. Famous pairs. I'm going to give him a quiz. Do you know, play along with us. How well will he do on famous pairings? I'll name one. He has to name the other next. There you go, John Bon Jovi. You sing it. Thank you for that nice intro, David, because Captain Crash and the Beauty Queen from Mars lists famous celebrity pairs. But I didn't want David to play the whole thing because I don't want him to cheat. 
Now, David doesn't know that much about celebrity pairs, but I figured today, being Valentine's Day, this is a fun time to test his knowledge. So, David, I'm going to give you half the pair, and we're going to see if you can Okay, now, are these all like things from the 80s when you were growing up that I don't know? Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure you just called me old. The answer (laughs) is no. You might actually know some of them. Okay. First up. Yep. Founders, Bill Gates and... Uh... They founded Microsoft. You probably won't remember because you weren't Bill. It's yet, Bill Gates. I don't, there's another it's, one? It's Bill Gates uh, and Paul Allen. Everybody oh, always Paul forgets Allen. about Paul Allen. Yeah, see, uh, I just forgot about Paul Allen. Do you ever watch the cartoon Yogi Bear? No. Oh, see, that's a little bit old. See, maybe I need a caller. Maybe I need a caller, 651-461-9226, who actually watches pop culture or knows something about that. Okay, how about this one? Well, Yogi Bear's famous partner is Boo Boo, you know, okay. stealing the picnic baskets. Okay, Is, it, is that also Here's, a bear? Um, I don't know what Boo Boo is. I think maybe he's like a little smaller bear. Yeah, it's been a while. Okay. All right, Lakers dynamic duo, Magic Johnson and Very Tall was an airplane. Larry Bird. That's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if you grew up with this dynamic duo. Do you remember the show Sister, Sister? It was like on Nickelodeon or something? Ah, Tia and Tamara. They were twins, Tia and Tamara. You're doing really bad at this. Okay, maybe this you'll know better. Okay. Um, Traditional succotash. Pears, corn, and what's in succotash? Uh, it's like rice or wild rice, isn't it? Lima beans. Oh, I didn't know what succotash was either. I had to look it up. <laughs> um, now, I've worked in this market. My new goal is to Pencil- get, I'm going to try to get one of these. That's right. Pennsylvania cities. They're like the twin cities like ours. Minneapolis, St. Okay, Paul. Okay. It's Wilkes-Barre and... Scranton. There you go. Well done. Now, had I said Scranton, would you have known yes. Wilkes-Barre? Yes, I would have, because okay. I know geography pretty Good. well, yeah. Good for you. Good. And I also, when I moved there, mm-hmm. it looks like Wilkes-Barre, B-A-R-R-E, oh. but people who live there call it's it Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre, okay. Yeah, Wilkes-Barre. Um, are you an Outcast fan? No. No, Outcast members. That was my last one. Big Boy and Andre 3000. But I also have some great celebrity pairs. Who is the famous actor married to Rita Wilson? <laughs> I have Tom Hanks. I have yeah, no Tom idea. Hanks. Oh, you are really bad at this. I should have given you a heads up and a warning. Okay. Who is the famous actor married to Jada Pinkett? Um, Jada Pinkett Smith is married to Will Smith. Is that right? Who are the famous celebrities uh, that have gotten back together again? Jennifer Lopez and... Uh, J-Lo and... Um, um, think of the Duncan commercial. Yeah, I know. What's that guy's name? You can't think of his name, right? No, I can't think of his name. Ben Affleck. Did, did ben I like... Affleck. I think I think like I did something... I said something to you this week that you didn't like and you're getting back oh. at me by this. Okay. No, this I'm definitely your, not getting back at you. Quiz. I'm just thinking of some famous couples. Okay, maybe you'll know this one. Okay. Uh, country star married to Nicole Kidman. Come on. Dude, I am... So- <laughs> 
Keith Urban. <laughs> Keith Urban, right? You knew that one. I, no, I, mean, I did you not. you like country music? Oh, you didn't? No, I don't know. Right. And maybe these are too old for you. Okay, do you know what famous queen is married to Jay-Z? Queen Latifah? <laughs> We're going to have to end this. It was Beyonce. She's the queen. The queen bee. That was a great guess, though. I don't know if that was real or not, but that was a great guess. <laughs> This is be and like way, this bit should have been like I should have been asking you things yes, about um like what fish normally runs yes. into like Superior from streams on the North Shore in the, you know in April and then you would have no idea and I would tell people that smelt and then we would go back and forth getting none of the answers correct but and they would say how does Jordana not know any of them but you know I, that's so funny okay well we tried to do celebrity pairs did you get you got Wilkes-Barre I got one. I met my goal of yeah. one. You I can't remember what it was, of, but I got one. Of Wilkes-Barre Scranton. Absolutely. Um, coming up, gonna talk, we're going to reveal a secret on this Valentine's Day, even though not really a thing. Everybody needs to, they, they need to celebrate love, but not necessarily the economic idea of spending money on cards that are just going to get recycled. I, I think that's a, a lot of pressure people are feeling and I want to kind of take the pressure off people because that's not fair. So we're celebrating love. I saw as I was scrolling through social media, a classic and hilarious wedding toast. It's a wedding confession. We're going to listen to it together. And then we're going to talk about the best secrets you ever kept. That's next on CCO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. I'm not sure exactly where the wedding was. I don't know the couple. But what I do know is that the best man, the groom's younger brother's speech, is making its rounds on social media. We want to thank Jeannie Moose from CNN. She does such great stories. Uh, We pulled some of the audio from Jeannie Moose because I have never heard a wedding speech quite like this one. And it has inspired me to ask you what secrets you've been keeping. So listen to the speech, and then we'll discuss. I asked if I could join, and they shot me down. (laughs) I uh, picked up a couple of Mark's paintballs, and I threw them against the house next door. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. So the little brother asked the big brother, if he could go play paintball with the big brother's friends. They said no. So little guy, this was, David, how many years ago did they say it was? It It was was like like, 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years or maybe 21 years after the fact. Yes, because they're grownups now and one of them was getting married. And this is when, you know, the little brother was like eight and threw paintballs against the neighbor's house. And then the older brother got in trouble for it was grounded for it, had to clean up, even though he denied, denied, denied that he didn't do it. And in the video, David, you probably got to see the video, not just listen to the audio. You can see the incredulity on the big brother's face 
at this confession because he says he got in so much trouble for it. And it's been 21 years. And again, it must have been a mystery to him because he really didn't do it. And the little brother, the eight-year-old, kept that secret for 21 years and confessed at his older brother's wedding. Classic. Again, not really about the bride, not really about love, but was a hilarious speech that got me thinking, all right, what secret have you kept? How long did you keep it? And how did it go when somebody found out or you confessed? 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. David, I am not immune. I, too, shared a story a few months back. I did this in private first and then got permission, was allowed to share the story on the air. I was a bad, bad mom. At one point, this is the story. When one of my children was, gosh, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but getting a little chubby, getting a little chunk of roux, you know, having a little too much baby fat. I asked the doctor, what can I do? And they said, oh, you know, exercise and, <clears throat> and, and half servings. And, and I was like, okay, well, you know what? That certainly leads to when you don't feed one kid as much as you feed the other kids, you're asking for an for a, uh, eating disorder on that one. So you know what I did? I took matters into my own hands. At the time, I was becoming lactose intolerant. And I told this child that they too were lactose intolerant and they could no longer have cheese, you know, like cheeseburgers. They could no longer have mac and cheese. They could no longer have ice cream. They'd have to have, you know, either lactose free or frozen yogurt, like a little bit, you know, dairy free. Um, And the child believed me. And the child lost a few pounds by the next doctor's visit, the next physical. And the doctor said to me, how did you do it? She said, anytime I tell a parent they need to watch what they eat, they never follow through. The kid usually ends up gaining more weight. And I said, I told the child that they had to cut out dairy because they, I, I made up an allergy or an intolerance. And I never told my child this until now, which was 10 years later. That nobody ever knew. And said child thought it was funny, said, thanks for not letting me become a fat person. <laughs> and, and we moved on from there. The other two children were appropriately appalled, like, mom, how could you lie to all of us? Oh my God, how could you make them think that, you know, you know how many summers they went to camp thinking that they couldn't have mac and cheese or pizza or this or that? And I said, yes, I do. And it served them well because dairy and cheese definitely is something that puts on weight. It's something that you can eat a lot of and it puts on weight. And I knew that my child would pay attention and cut it back and that child did and it worked. And that was my parenting secret that I kept for 10 years. I'm not exactly sure why I came clean, but I did. And I'm so grateful they all laughed about it. They laughed and they blew it off and said child even said, all right, thanks. I appreciate it. Glad you didn't let me get obese like so many other kids in this country. So was it right? Was it wrong? I have no idea. I I don't really care, by the way. I I don't care what anybody's opinion is on that. But it worked for us. Thank God, no harm, no foul. What's yours? 651-461-9226. 
651-461-9226. Do you have a secret? Do you have a confession? And you can be anonymous here. On my late night show, we used to do a confessions line. People would call in, leave their confessions. I remember somebody called in one night and said that as a child, he and kids had set fire to a structure by his home. And, and he was an elderly man at this point. And the crime had remained unsolved for all those years. And he said, just got it off my chest. I just confessed. I set fire. It wasn't a home. It was like an empty structure, like an old barn, something like that. And he said, I never told anybody that. And he said it on WCCO radio. And I thought, oh, we are providing a service. This is confession for those who are not Catholic. Or if you're Catholic, that's fine too. Jews don't have confession, but I just confess to you. Uh, you don't need a wedding speech to confess. I want to hear it all. 651-461-9226. I need the good stuff. Barb has called in from River Falls. Barb, first let me offer you absolution to whatever you are about to con- to confess. Although if you killed somebody, I can't promise that the River Falls Police Department will not be at your door after the show. <laughs> Hi, Jordana. Hi, Barb. You got a confession for us? So, well, it's it's actually yes. That's what it turns into. My brother and I, he's three years older than I am. We're both in our 60s now, so it was a long time ago. When I was 15 and learning to drive, he decided to take me out for a drive. I didn't even have a learner's permit, and I hit a mailbox with my mom and dad's car. So the dilemma was, does he tell mom and dad he was driving, or does he tell mom and dad that he let me drive? Well, he told mom and dad he was driving. Oh. So that was the secret we kept until my mom and dad's 60th wedding anniversary party, and he told everybody. He didn't tell me he was going to tell, but he told everybody at the big party we had. <gasps> Were the parents mad? <laughs> Were your parents mad? Um, No. No, so many years had gone by that they weren't that mad, but I was kind of (laughs) mad. Just kidding, but I I was shocked that he he brought that up. Yes. Wait, Barb, did he face repercussions? Like he said that he hit the mailbox. Did he have to pay for the mailbox or dig another one? What happened? Uh, Well, no, the mailbox wasn't hurt, but boy, the car sure was. Oh, got it, got it. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. my gosh. Oh, no. Mom and dad's car. Yeah. Mom and dad's car was damaged. So he got it. Barb, that's a good trouble. brother. That's a good brother. He <laughs> yeah. fell on the sword. For and you. you know what? He is. Yeah. He oh, is so a good sweet. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. That's fun. Thank you for yep. sharing. That is a good <laughs> yep. brother. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to Dave in St. Anthony. Dave, you got a confession for us, my friend? Oh, sorry. Dave just dropped off the line. I'm sorry, oh, no. George. Um, well, did he tell you what his confession? I, I mean, he can call back and share uh, it. No, Dave, call back. He did not. Um, I can share one quick, though, Jordana. Yeah, hit me. This is actually a secret that was kept against me. I was the one left out of the loop. So when I was in high school, me and my group of buddies were the... I mean, it was like very tame, but in that tame environment I was in, we were kind of the troublemakers. So if somebody's house got uh, teepeed or something like that, like, you know, it, it was us. It was some, you know, section of my friend group that were the ones responsible. 
And I, I had never gotten retaliation for that. I'd never had any pranks pulled, any big pranks pulled on my house or car or anything. And then when I was a senior in high school, just before graduation, one Saturday night or Sunday morning, I guess, I woke up and my house had been teepeed and like big time. Like it's all over the place. And I remember, I still remember waking up and seeing like all this stuff. And I think it was. You know, like my car was saran wraps and forks lining the driveway and whatever, like the classic high school, like got your house toilet paper job. And I just yeah. I'm like, all right, like I, I had this coming. I'm sure it was either those guys or those guys or those girls or whatever. It was one of somebody in my group of friends that did it. And I'm, I remember my parents weren't that mad. I was a little surprised that they weren't more mad. And my dad, they just kind of chuckled and said, all right, well, you go ahead and clean it up. Here's the garbage bags. Uh, and I never really got to the bottom of who exactly it was. But I found out about 15 years later that, in fact, it was not my friends who had done that. It was the adult youth pastors at my church, because the group of friends I was in was like the the friends from my church youth group, and it uh-huh. was the adults who I had been the thorn in the side of in a mostly good-natured way for years and years that I like had run it past my parents and my parents had okayed it and they had come as I mean they're like you know grown 20s 30s 40 year old men that had came and tipped my house so they they got the last laugh on that one and I didn't find out until years and years later I love that they're so nice and such good people that they had okayed it with your parents. Oh yeah, of course, of course. That's I mean, my so cute. Yeah. and my, I mean, and like my dad had like I'm sh- like my dad had driven us to go pull pranks and other people. So my dad was in on it for both sides. He never did any yeah. of the actual pranking, but he yeah. was like facilitating back and forth both ways, and he so loved it. Cute. So it was great. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a good one. Yes. That's a good one. A couple more before we hit the break, but keep them coming. Um, this this texture says my husband and I are not cat people, and we told our child that he is allergic to them, so he stops asking for one. Yes, well done. I I am all for that. You keep that lie forever, my friend. That is okay. You are absolved. Um, hey, Jor, we had a dog that ran away often. I realized one of my kids was allergic to the dog, so I found a good family for Cookie, but told my kids he ran away years later so they could stop worrying about their dog. I, totally legitimate. That's a good lie. Some of them, friends, I'm glad you, you that you're absolved, but you take it to the grave. It's okay. You take it to the grave. Uh, it is 9.49. Keep them coming. They're making me smile. That's Alinda's Construction Time Check. Time to get 50% off installation labor on Infinity from Marvin Windows. We're going to get more serious in the next hour, but we've been having some fun conversations about Valentine's Day, how half birthdays are not real. I guess unless you're born on Christmas, then you kind of need another day to celebrate. And now, confessionals. A wedding guest confessed that he's the one who, a wedding uh, best man confessed in the wedding speech that he was the one who paintballed his neighbor's house and blamed it on his older brother. He confessed at the wedding. It was a hilarious confession. We played it just a few minutes ago if you want to hear it on the Rewind. But then, then I asked for your confessions. Mike in Minneapolis has a story for us. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, George. Um, years and years ago, um, on the block, we had a, a neighbor who was, you know, that neighbor and <laughs> she, for some reason, she, she just hated marigolds 
So one time when she was out of town, um, one of my neighbor friends and I, who turned into 10-year-olds at times, went over and planted marigolds all around the perimeter of her yard. And, and, um, and to, to make sure they grow, of course, we, we had to put a lot of really stinky fer- fish fertilizer on them. No. <laughs> no, that's... Wait, did she realize right away and was wondering what the smell was? Or did she have to wait till the marigolds grew? No, they, it was, it, the smell was there, but, you know, she, she, and, and the, and the marigolds were, they were like, we bought them already in Oh, pots. they already they bloomed. already okay. flowering. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And Welcome did you ever home. confess? Did you ever confess? Oh, God, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> did, did she pull them out? I guess I just did. Oh, she did. Well, she actually she, had someone else do it because she was above manual labor. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a pretty good prank, Mike. That's pretty impressive. And that is impressive. Thank you for sharing. And you are absolved. Yes. Thank you. I I have not been granted any special power of absolution. So that means nothing. It just means it's all good. It's all good. Thank you for sharing. No harm. No foul. Jordana, you have taught that lying to your kids is okay. Oh, my God. All right, friends. You know, take it easy. Lighten up, Francis. Relax. Uh, good morning. Uh, as an East Coast girl, I grew up in Rockland County. I've been to Action Park as an adult. Thank you. We appreciate this. Uh, uh, somebody said it was crazy, but she did survive. So that's a good thing. Uh, parents need to do what they need to do, this texter writes. But no, kitty. I've had so much enjoyment from my cats. And yes, that's fine. Except if people are allergic or if they don't want a cat, that's, you know, it's okay to say somebody is allergic. All right. One more. When our daughter was in fifth grade, her school sang the national anthem at a Twins game. We stayed outside on the plaza, outside too long, and missed it. She's now 28 and doesn't know we missed the, the singing. <laughs> That's good. That is a good one. Wow. Oh. You win. You win. Oh, my God. That is classic. Um, I'm sure she's not listening because she's only 28. <laughs> Our listeners are a little bit older. Sorry, maybe she is. Uh, that is classic. That You know how many people have missed a kid's recital, uh. you know, and you just say, oh, you were amazing. That was so good. We loved it. You were, so, you know, oh, my gosh. That is so true. That's funny. You missed the, t- you still haven't told her. Friends, you take it to the grave. That is okay. Thank you for sharing on the show today. But your kid never needs to know that. She would just be upset. So it's okay. I don't think you take it to the grave either. You find that moment. It's that 60th anniversary or the wedding day or something. Because then it's, you you know, it's decades in the past and we can bring it back for a good laugh. And you can laugh about it. I'm going to have to ask Pam and Jeff. I have to ask mom and dad what they were lying to me about. I'm sure all sorts of stuff was the 80s. Plenty. Yeah, that's how you learned to lie to your kids because they lied to you probably. I'm sure it's generational. (laughs) Dairy's still bad. Um, <laughs> David, what you got coming up for us in Quick Takes? Coming up in lieu of Quick Takes, Doctor uh, or, or Professor David Schultz from Hamlin University will be joining yes. us instead. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And Quick Takes will be after that on CCO. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.